0: Hello, everyone, welcome to another episode of Keeping Up with Mrs. Kelly. Today, Mrs. Kelly sits down with Miss Hoggleen, our wonderful student assistant, and talks about the not so common path she took through school and life.
1: Hello, welcome to another episode of Keeping Up with Mrs. Kelly. Today, I'm sitting with a wonderful Miss Hoggleen. Hello, Miss Hoggleen. Hi, Miss Kelly. I'm so happy to sit down with you because you have such cool stories that I don't think most people hear about because you don't talk as much as I do. True. (laughs) No one
0: talks as much as you
1: do. (laughs) So now it's your chance today. No pressure. Okay. But I brought you here today because I think that you have such an interesting journey. When I see you, I met you at a different school. Now you're at a school again. And then you confessed to me that you did not like school when you were, were a young person. No. And it shocked me because you do such a wonderful job at our school. Thank you. So I'm just a little bit confused as to how you have such a bad experience in school and then do such a wonderful job when you work here with, with our students in our school.
0: Mm-hmm. To be honest, I did not think that I was going to work in the school When uh, I was in school, because I was one of the kids that really, truly hated school. And I had a real bad experience from first grade until I never went through ninth grade. I did uh, the eighth grade one and a half times. And uh, my final grades were in three subjects, Swedish, math and English. That's all. You can say that I was a big failure in that area and i felt like a big failure and uh, my self-esteem was not good at all and uh, i had to learn everything again and that's not a good idea because you might as well learn it here then afterwards you have other things to do afterwards. Mm. So it has been a struggle. Definitely. What brought you then
1: back to school? Because now you've worked with us for almost two years. Before that you were working at IS Lilje Holmen. What made you want to work in the place that made you miserable for so many years of your life?
0: It happened just by chance actually. She needed help with a student and uh, asked if I was interested in helping that person, that child and I was yeah. Sure, and then I got hooked. I love
1: working with children and working in a school environment. Do you think that your negative experiences have helped you work more positively? with students? Definitely. Absolutely. What yeah. what strengths do you think that you bring to our school that maybe <laughs> other people don't have?
0: Maybe humility. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Humility, yeah. Yeah, and patience. And uh, I know how hard it can be trying to be positive, trying to help the kids find uh, the strength in themselves and not to believe that they are stupid or doesn't know anything or that the teacher doesn't like them or just listen if they need anything. I think I'm more open in that way. I don't have a subject to teach them so I'm trying to teach them like life skills instead.
1: What is one of the most important lessons you think that you can bring to our students since you don't have to focus maybe so much on the subjects but you can focus on mm-hmm. life lessons what do you hope to pass on to our students?
0: Well that the grades doesn't define them as a person the grades tell them what they know or don't know and not who they are as a person.
1: I think so that's so. such an important message especially this time of year yeah. especially for our year nines yeah because because it's easy to get into this tunnel vision of thinking that the grades are the mm. rest of who their life yeah. and exactly who they are. And mm. if they haven't done well, that means that they've failed somehow as a person. But that's not the case.
0: No, definitely not.
1: And you're living proof that you can struggle and you can, can pick yourself back up again. Yeah. What gave you the strength when you were going through that really rough time when you were a teenager? How did you get... <clears throat> out of it and get refocused and to to become successful because here you are super successful and just a person that a lot of us look up to how mm. did you
0: get to that point? point four things uh, first of all was nature I was in the woods a lot by myself and that's healing I had my fantasy world that I could escape to when it was too hard and it's also important that we don't lose our imagination because when you have imagination you can make goals or whatever but you can still feel safe there like that you can achieve things um I had a teacher that saw me too late but it helped we are a lot of teachers and adults in this school we see everyone and if Someone wants help, please come to the studio. I will always be there. Um, Music helped me. I couldn't live without music. And books. When I found the first book that I really liked, I was hooked.
1: That's amazing (laughs) that you could, could kind of guide your own learning and find what you were interested in and use that to really drive your education. Yeah. I want to go back to where you talked about your imagination. And you told me just casually that somebody told you to not do this. Yeah. And this was something super important to you. Yeah. How did that feel when there was an important adult in your life that said,
0: stop doing something that you love? I guess that just made me more, it is, you know, like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, (laughs) a little bit stubborn. Yeah. So she just pushed me even more to be, I am a princess. (laughs) You can't tell me otherwise. (laughs) Because that was something that really helped you get
1: through that difficult time. When the reality was tough, you could could use your fantasy world to
0: to help you, I think, relax and to refocus Mm -hmm. a bit. Absolutely. Uh, when you find yourself in an environment when you can't control anything because you're too young. This is what was the first to third grade that I had a teacher that was really, really mean. She did not like me. <laughs> you need to be in a place where you feel safe and good. So I created that for myself and it helped.
1: If you could, I know that not everyone is as open with their struggles, especially at this age. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people like to hide these things and mm-hmm. to hide that things are difficult and to hide that they're not feeling well. But if you could give advice to these people who might be
0: listening that are struggling right now, what would you tell them to do? Try to find someone that you trust to talk about it. If you can't, just know that you are not like everyone else because you don't want to be like everyone else. You want to be your own person and you want to own that. Embrace that feeling and try to find the positive things in that. I'm doing this in the studio Mm. with the kids there. They have to find one thing that they are happy about or grateful about a day and write it down. You can do that at home. You switch your focus into thinking about what's good and you're thankful for Mm -hmm. right now and not just focus on the bad things. I
1: think that's such a great life skill because we all have things throughout our day, our week, our year that are really hard, but Mm -hmm. we also all have things that are positive. And I think that we kind of shape shape our attitude by which thing we focus on are we focusing on the struggles and challenges and things that aren't going well for us or are we focusing on on the positives Mm. so I'm really glad that you're working with that with some of our students and that's something that everyone listening can take away from this yeah we can all find something positive in our day
0: yeah it's so easy to find the negatives because the whole environment is like I don't like school and yeah The whole attitude. Just try to change that in yourself because you're gonna feel so much better. It's easy to pick at all the negative things, but that Mm -hmm. doesn't really help you. It kind of brings you down. Yeah, it does.
1: I also know that you're really interested in yoga. Has that helped you in your journey to feeling strong mentally,
0: emotionally, spiritually? Absolutely. I think you need to to find that strength to do that because it's about meditation and it's about controlling your thoughts and feelings and body right now. And that can be tricky. That's a life skill that takes time to practice, but absolutely it helps when you decide to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So maybe a good way to start is by meditating more than than the actual yoga. And I think young people not beneficially by stretching their bodies when you're growing. Mm. Working more with the mind at this age. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and trying to feel inwards. Like now I have this feeling, I'm feeling frustrated and angry. How does that feel? inside do you have it in your stomach or in your heart or in Mm. your head where is it and try to just listen to the body that's a good way to start definitely and I think that's something that
1: we don't do enough in our culture today because we have so many quick fixes for if you have a headache you can take this and if this hurts you can do this and you can always distract yourself from your true feelings by Mm. social media Messaging with your friends, like something with a screen, Mm. and shutting that off and really digging inside yourself is a bit foreign Mm -hmm. to most of us now Mm -hmm. because it's so easy to find distractions. We don't even need to create an imaginary world because there's already worlds that we can just dive into, but that's not really healthy.
0: No, it's not. And as a parent, I think it's very helpful to just connect with your kids. Like a short time, once a day or every other day, just to sit down and be quiet and listen, and both outside and inside, so you connect with your kid as well in that way.
1: I like what you said about finding your emotions and like thinking about where they're affecting you, mm-hmm. because I also think sometimes we think of emotions as being bad. Yes, but, yeah, it's but bad they're still to be there. Sad. <laughs> yeah, that no, we should it's stop not. being sad.
0: No, we can't. It's a natural feeling that we have, and it's at your dinner table. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's, like, same as joy and Mm -hmm. happiness and everything. So you just have to recognize them. And, okay, I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling sad or angry right now. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. Don't try to run away from it. Exactly. It doesn't really go away. It doesn't
1: fix something. It just pushes it to the side. Mm -hmm. So you're not actually addressing the problem. And that's something I also think we need to get better at is recognizing, like okay, I'm sad. This is how I am when I'm sad. Mm-hmm. This is how I'm going to react. This is what I need. And it's okay to, to feel that way. Yeah. What are your goals now? Like you have done so many cool things. You have been able to take yourself from path that could have gone in a really not great direction. hmm And you have what I consider a a very successful story. You have a job here. You are shaping so many lives every day.
0: You are a loving parent.
1: What are your goals? What do you want to accomplish now?
0: I've not been good at setting goals in my life. I take every day as it comes and just trying to fill my now with purpose. I'm surfing on life, so...
1: <laughs> but that's a really cool way of living, that if you make every day really full, yeah. then you, you fill up your future, rather than just, like, planning it out. You actually make each day, as it goes by, as full as you can. Yeah. And then it might bring you in a, a direction
0: that surprises you, like, you're working in a school! Yeah. <laughs> and I think you have hopes and dreams. But actual goals are something different. But uh, I will be here for one more year and then um, we'll see. But so that's my goal now to see next year and uh, see the eighth that becomes the ninth <laughs> graduate next summer. It will be, that will be awesome. That will be to... a big moment for you. Yeah. You've
1: worked really closely with one of our year eights yeah. and just to be able to see. That student's growth, Mm -hmm. I think, is going to be a really big gift for you at the end of next year.
0: Absolutely. The best, yeah.
1: And to just also look back and see what you helped create here. Because you brought something very special to the school. Uh, You and I are very, very different. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Extremely different. But you have brought something that I can never, I can't contribute to the school. You have brought this special energy... That's the complete opposite of my energy and this this patience and this way of working with kids and staff that is completely different than how I can work. And I'm just so grateful that we can bring our,
0: our different strengths together yeah, to too. give everybody what they need. That's how this school becomes successful, I think, because we're all so different and we do our part.
1: And we're so happy that you <laughs> are here with us and I'm so Thank happy you. that you sat down and shared your story because... It's really easy to get caught up in the world of everyone loves school, everyone is great at school. And if you're not, you're doing something wrong. Mm. And you are living proof that that is not the case. That is not the case. Every journey is different and that you can live a really full life by taking a bit of a different path and just having the, the strength and the vision to go forward. Thank you. Thank for you very me. much. And thank you, Ayaslana, for listening. Have a wonderful day.
0: Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a comment and share the show. And don't forget to accept yourself. After all, there is only one of you.